Well, welcome back, everybody, to the Blazer Victory Podcast. John Duncan here, and I'm joined, as always, with my co-host, Darian Smith. And, Darian, UAB is able to pull it out 35-21, to 21, man, and I tell you what, it's, it's a good night, man. Offense got rolling. Defense got rolling. I'm sitting here enjoying some candy corn and some peanuts, oh, man. Oh, <laughs> you know I had to go candy there. Corn. Oh, man, come on. I thought you was going to say, like, some kind of drink. You oh, know? I'm, saving, I'm saving that for later. Yeah, I got to record first and then I have some. Candy corn. <laughs> yeah, all right, man. All right, yeah, all right, all right. Let's, let's go and get this out the way. I... <laughs> Hey, listen, brother. I care about you. You know, I love you. I don't. I just don't. Want, I don't like seeing you go down this road. But first, before, <laughs> before we do a podcast intervention, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the game because this is that's that's a deeper, touchy subject. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, well, how about Debo, man? You got two hundred and twenty-three total yards rushing, four touchdowns. I mean, a career high for Debo, man. Just. Just great to see him get it going and not one fumble tonight or today. That's just great to see, man. Not 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 only one fumble, not one turnover, period. Yes, the offense didn't turn it over at all, which was spectacular to see, especially coming off of last week. You could really tell that uh, following the Liberty game last week that that was a point of emphasis in practice this week leading up to this game against Georgia Southern because, hey, Georgia Southern, I mean, they're a team that – tries to force a lot of turnovers and I thought UAB did a great job just holding on to the ball and taking what the defense gave them right and that's I'm glad you uh ended with that because I just that's the guy I want to give my props to Brian Vincent the play caller the signal caller um for, you know for the offense he not the signal caller but just the play caller he um he he Ooh. called a really good game it was very balanced and the people yeah, yeah. you might look at the uh, the the stats and say, well, you know, that's gonna, you know, that Dylan Hopkins only threw the ball 19 times versus Cal Vantries that was 50. But the difference being is we didn't we didn't make those throws when we had to make those throws. Like it, it it's not like so. If you go back to that Liberty game, we threw the ball like when it was obvious we were down and right. These throws was coming. They were mixed in perfectly. We had some shots downfield. We had a couple penalties. We drew on them. Um, mm-hmm. you know, a couple pass interferences. They were coming on first downs. They was coming on second. He he mixed it in. And I, you know, from last podcast I said that, you know, I think we was I had to be kind of critical of you know how the game was called versus Liberty because that's just how I felt. I'm not saying right. I was right, but that's how I was how I felt. This game, I wanna I wanna make sure before anything, before we talk about the players, I want to make sure I give Brian Vincent his credit for calling a great game. It was just very balanced. Play actions, you know, it was a couple of draws, a couple of stretch plays. We they hit up inside the middle. We threw across. We threw across the middle. Um, we had some bombs downfield, even without Shrop. Um, it looked like we didn't miss a beat. We actually looked more cohesive in the city. Yeah. And so, <laughs> you know, so props to Brian Vincent and um, Darren Henshaw. They called a great game. They kept them on their toes. And I feel like they got the offense going. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you, Darian. I was impressed with the play calling from Vincent. Uh, and, and, you know, speaking of a few of those shots, I mean, at least two or three of them were literally, like, within inches of connecting. Like, they may, maybe Dylan could put a little more air into the ball, but I thought that they were catchable balls. Um, But 
it's like you said, you know, going, going back to Liberty where a lot of the times it was just handed off on first down or whatever. It, it's like it's really like UAB, even off of the first series that was scripted, even off of that, like I felt that UAB really did a good job of balancing out running and passing. Now, granted, I mean, <laughs> Debo probably could have ran for <laughs> almost 300 yards if, if he wanted to. <laughs> Um, but, but I mean, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm just so happy to see this offense going, um, really the score, uh, I mean, I could, you know, hear some UAB fans saying that it shouldn't have been as close as it was, but Hey, it's still a double digit win over, I think a really good Georgia Southern team that I think is going to do good things in the Sunbelt East this year and can contend for that Sunbelt East title. Um, so, I, hey, I'll take this. It's a good bounce-back win coming off of the loss at Liberty last week. And, hey, you know, Liberty almost knocked off Wake Forest today at Wake Forest. So maybe right. that loss at Liberty is – I mean, it still stings, but, hey, maybe it's not as bad as we thought. You know, I mean, you, Darren, you and I have discussed it on the pod and off the pod. Hey, you turn the ball over four times, you don't – you don't, you, you, you shouldn't even be at FCS school, you know, let right. alone a really good team like Liberty. But, yeah, definitely – excited uh, are proud of what we saw on the football field at protective stadium today from the uab offense and i mean let you know let's talk about that defense too forcing three turnovers uh noah wilder getting 18 tackles a career high and moving into the top 10 uh in uab history four tackles so congrats to Noah. Um, but but those three, you know, turnovers, you know, Jalen Key got an interception, Tyler Taylor and Keandre Swoops. Man, and I felt, Darren, that those turnovers came at critical times that helped, you know, swing the momentum back to UAB. Because, hey, there were some times, you know, that we were wondering, like, oh, man, are we really about to possibly go to overtime? Yeah, let them back or, in. Yeah. Yes. It had – we was on the precipice. And that was the best part about those turnovers. You said it. They were so timely. Yes. And, that, you know, when uh, Tyler Taylor, he caught that interception – it was a point of the game. They were down seven. They was building some momentum. You know, they had uh, scored. They, I, I believe they scored the long run. Yes. The, they popped the long run on fourth and one to go down seven points, 21-14. And then they stopped us. I believe it was a three and out. And they had momentum. They they traveled well. Um, Shout out to the Georgia Southern fans. They traveled really well. And, yeah, uh, hey, shout out, man. If there's any Georgia Southern fans listening to this, I mean, you guys travel well. Like, mad respect. And, uh, hey, mad we respect. even had some tra- – we even heard some trash talking on our side from some Georgia Southern <laughs> fans. Hey, love to see it, man. Love to see it. Yeah, but, you know, you know what I love about those fans was, you know, it was some trash talking going on. But as they were leaving out, I saw them. They were shaking hands with, yes. you know, the guy that was, you know, talking trash from my side. It was respect. Yes. You know, it was all within the basically within the line. So I love it. So shout out to them. They travel well. They were class class uh, visitors and coming over. So I, I really I'm, I'm really a fan of the uh, the Georgia Southern people. But but, you know, just, you know, they they got going. They they were starting to make noise uh, that you could feel the momentum. So when Tyler Taylor, when he caught that interception, it, became, it was like right at a critical moment and the crowd went crazy. You know, um, it was able to give give us the ball and, you know, we was able to we went we seesaw back and forth. And that's when uh, Ke- Keandre Swopes, he was able to seal the game with his interception. But, man, like it was so it's so many people to like point out in that game. So I think 
on on defense um, for us. I hey, think. I think we we got to start there with Tyler Taylor because me and you were talking at the game and we haven't given this guy he enough flashed. credit, man. He, he is. Flashed, he, he flashed right? today. Yeah, he did a real good job of just flashing and just making timely plays. Um, I think he probably the only thing was he probably struggled a little bit in coverage. Uh, number twenty five, they had a good receiver running back. Yeah, and they got him out in the open, and he was quick. Yeah, so yeah. Taylor couldn't get to him a couple times. But other than that, hey, Taylor, you know, and he he did a good job. Um, I thought you know for the majority of the game. UAB just stuck with that three-man front because mm-hmm. uh, because they knew that, you know, Georgia Southern was going to try to throw air it out on them. And so I, let's start there with the corners, Darren. I, we, we've got to give a shout-out to the corners, especially in Starling Thomas. And I remember you at the game saying that you think this might this might have been one of Starling's best games. Yes, I think I think this is, has been his, his best game. And I think this is like his best years. Just watching him, you know, A&M, Liberty, and now this game, he's been so consistent. And you know yes. what's good with corners if you don't if you don't hear their names often, that means that they locking something up. <laughs> and <Yep>. he's doing <laughs> a job of like just being quiet, like you know, because they don't want to go his way because he's not allowing nothing. But David Reeves had a really really fabulous plan for Georgia Southern. This is people forget this is a, an explosive offense. It came in it second is. in the nation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, just put 45 up on Nebraska the week before. Exactly. And I know Nebraska got blew up by Oklahoma, but Nebraska is a P5 school that recruits well. Exactly. Know? So these guys, you know, they can they can do it. But our defensive game plan was really, really good. So we didn't really focus on pressure too much, kind of sat back in the zone. And we did not. The best thing is I was just seeing it all game. We made them. If they scored, uh, besides that one long run on fourth and one where they creased us, they just creased us, mm-hmm. and you know that long run. But they had to move the ball consistently. We were not giving up big plays. Nobody, we wouldn't let nobody um, behind us. We was playing like this soft zone, and it's it just forcing them to be real patient. And one thing I said about Van is he has a gunslinger mentality. Like. Uh, you can you can tell that they they kept trying to take shots, but our guys were there, and I, I felt like that was going to break them. Yeah, but they they did a good job of trying their best to kind of stick to that running game. Yeah, because I, I feel like that was the most you know, especially in the second half that that really kind of started working for them because of the defense we were playing. But we did a good job of being disciplined and being opportunistic because we knew sooner or later they was going to go back and try to throw that ball and air it out. And bam, we got them to second and ten, or or second and twelve, or whatever. We kind of took our opportunities to kind of mess up their game plan. So then, if you run it on second second down, and we stop you, now it's third and ten. Right. So, and so we kept catching them. Like, no, yeah, sorry, go ahead. I didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh no, no, I was, I was done. Well, I was gonna say, Darren, like for those that missed the game, and you look at the box score, and you see where Southern had two hundred fourteen rushing yards. You know, you might be concerned, but I was just going to point out, emphasize what you just said. Like, we were letting them do that. Like, with having a three-man base look up front, Mm -hmm. we were basically saying, okay, well, you know, we'll give up three, four yards of rush or whatever. We'll give it up, but we're not going to give up the explosive plays, which is what this offense had done two games before heading into this game. So, definitely, I was just wanted to emphasize what you just said. And, you know, mm-hmm. relating it to the rush yards and just giving kudos to David Reeves and that's in that staff, you know, just 
I really think this is the third game in a row, but I think all three games, the defensive staff have had, you know, a great plan. And really, they worked all three weeks, you know, for their game all plan. All three weeks. It's been it's been the perfect plan because I thought and maybe that's what they were gonna, they were thinking themselves. I thought they were going to bring pressure because yeah. Vantrese is not a scrambler, but he, he can move around in the pocket well. He can evade yeah. pressure. Um, and he'll use his legs if he needs to. But um, no, they they said no. Nah, we're gonna sit back, and I think they realized that we had better athletes. Um, you know our corners, hey, we, our, our defensive backfield. I feel like they were just better athletes, and we were disciplined. They was able to pop some here and there. They're, they're a good offense. I just think that we were just disciplined and sound, and we stuck to our defensive game plan. And um, I liked how stout we were on the inside. Yes. Um, I like how our ends, our, our linebackers, they remain disciplined and um, they they didn't give up containment too much. And um, I, I just think, man, I shout out to our corners and safeties. I feel like they just played a really, really good game, and they I feel like they were always in the right spots. And they were they gave up some they gave up some you know some yardage, but when it was time, they buckled down. I mean, Van Trees threw the ball fifty times. <laughs> for only yeah. for only about two hundred and four yards and three interceptions, you know that's that's really really good. Mind it you, is. like I said, this is like most of the time without pressure. Most of the time because we was just in the three man, mm-hmm. you know, three man mm-hmm. rushing. So our defensive backfield and our linebackers, they did really really well. So man, shout out to the coaching staff. Man, they they had they on both sides of the ball. They had a really really good plan. Really, really good point. On offense, I think we was able to just keep them honest enough with the passing and threaten mm-hmm. them downfield to where you can't you can't play up like that. It was a couple of times we had them two two high safeties, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, we start hitting them with Debo. Like he was killing that dude. Oh my God. I swear Debo loves contact. It's like he just lives for it, man. Yeah, like that, that one touchdown run, he basically three took on three Georgia Southern defenders. Mm-hmm. And bounced off the belt on the, yeah, near the sideline and just bounced off all three of them and <laughs> walked in. <laughs> we was we was looking at each other like, what happened? Like <laughs> right? he, down. he was on the sideline, three guys. And Man. next thing you know, I heard the crowd say, Ooh, and he was gone. I'm like, Well, this dude is a he's special. You know, I think I think UAB fans, we need to sit down and we need to really enjoy, um, you know, Debo. And I think, in my opinion, I think as of right now, it's like he's the best running back to ever come through here. Oh, yeah, I, I would agree. And and, and that's saying something, too, you know, with the, all the good running backs we've had in this program, Spencer Brown and Reeves, I mean. A, a, a bunch of a bunch of good running backs. Jordan so, Howard. Jordan Howard, of course. Uh, Dan Burks. I mean, there's been so many good, you know, running backs in this program. But I'd, I'd have to agree. I mean, and I mean, this is a guy that he's going to play at the next level. I mean, there's there's no doubt about that. Um, and, and just again, I know I mentioned it earlier in the episode, but just kudos to, to you know Debo and Skull too. You know, they had those fumbles at Liberty. But they came to practice, worked on it. Coach believed in them, and mm-hmm. and, he, and they proved it, man. That they didn't they didn't put it on the on the ground one time, Saturday. right? So and I know, and I know, and I know, we said we kind of hate that we have to bounce back, but it feel good to bounce back. And I'm telling you, yeah. you had guys like us challenging them. You know, we were complaining. You know, we fans, we're fans. Right. You know? 
And but it's the it's the coaching staff's job. They 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 put in the players, they put in the work. Mm-hmm. And um they 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 obviously put in the work. You know, I think the next step, the next evolution in the offense would be those long passes that were just inches out of reach. Yeah, we got some of those. those. We if we come up with those, I I <laughs> it's offense. This offense can be something. So um Man, I just want to see us keep on developing, keep on going down this track that we're going down. And I think um, we'll, you know, we'll have some pretty, pretty good days, ahead, the best days ahead, ahead of us. And um, oh, I wanted to make sure we give a shout out to that O line because a lot of those touchdown runs, he wasn't, Debo wasn't touched. No, right? Yeah, they were blocking. They, they were making those holes, man. It, it was, a, it was a good day for the offensive line, I think. Yeah, we were talking about bounce back. I feel like even though I feel like they were dominant, especially the first half against Liberty, I, I felt like Liberty won that second half against our offensive line. Mm-hmm, they well, they they came and they they made a statement today. Definitely. Um, and hey, and looking on the other side of the ball on the defensive line, when you when you when you only have three people, a three man front, you got to have those three guys try to put some good pressure on the opposing team and my boy fish McWilliams two oh. TFLs today he was in that backfield man it was great to see fish you know have a have a good game and he he's had a couple other good games you know he had a really good game against AM um mm-hmm. but it was great to see him today just you know get back to doing fish things and what I realize I love about fish is he's a you don't see it on a d-line too much but he's a very high IQ guy. He is. I realized I was like, what is it that makes him good? He's he's good with his hands. Mm-hmm. But um it's like I can tell that maybe he's like a film junkie because he seemed like his recognition of what's going on. A lot of times, so you you a lot of times D line guys aren't the smartest. <laughs> I'm just <be> honest. <laughs> they, they aren't the smartest. They just go get football. You know, yeah. let me let me I got this gap I'm gonna but he I realize he recognizes plays and you can you can see it like, you know, a lot of times when opposing teams try screens or whatever, he's the one that sniffs stuff. He sniff it out. But I was just watching him when he those TFLs and stuff and how he lock out and how quickly he recognized plays. I'm like, this is all film study and then technique. He's not the biggest guy. He's not the strongest. He's just good. Right. You know, so shout out to him and Isaiah Forte. They were really, really good for us on the inside. They were just dogs. You know, mm-hmm. Drew Tuazama, Tuazama had a great game. Um, Kelly Sanders had a really good game. Yes. Yeah. So shout out, shout out to those guys, man. They were just really physical. And um, I just feel like they just followed the game plan. They didn't try to do too much. And um, right. they did what they were supposed to do. So just overall, man, I wanted I wanted my boy Bryce Damis to get. Oh, on. man, <laughs> we wanted him so bad. Yeah. Yeah, and shout out to Big 82, the tight end, <laughs> the tight end that we didn't know was a tight end. I'm telling you, he came in on those jumbo pack. Hey, he he looked good. And hold on, Brady Miller was the guy's name. Yeah. Oh, is it so, Wilson? Uh, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, but shout out to him, man, coming in, you know, and leading that jumbo uh, package and. and <laughs> Southern didn't want anything to do with that when he came in. <laughs> yeah, like who is like who is eighty two? He keeps coming in the game and he was he was uh doing this thing, you know, blocking. He was strictly blocking, but you know, shout out to him man. and shout out shout out to the whole team. And um, I just want everybody to remember, man. Like 
let's give Matt Quinn some grace, you know. Yes, he oh, missed- okay, yeah. I was about to lead I was about to lead us into that. This was the only I think negative, but yeah, Darren, go ahead and yeah, because I, I totally agree with what you were saying. Yeah, I mean, this dude has been money for us. All the all the times he's kicked, he's usually accurate unless it's like super long or something. I mean, he just came from the A and M game. He made a fifty something yarder. He's mm-hmm. very reliable. I mean, sometimes we all have bad games. I've had bad games at whatever position they Sometimes at those positions that stand out, like kicker, I mean, it just stands out a little bit more. You don't know. A lot of times um, a receiver can have a bad game, and you don't even know. They can run bad routes or whatever and just be horrible, and you don't know it. But a kicker, you're going to see it. And he had a bad game, you know. But we look at his history. He's he's mostly always reliable, and we don't turn. We don't. I heard some of our fans saying some things, and I hated that. I wanted to say something, but. Yeah, he yeah. is um he's reliable, you know, and he's been great for us. So Matt Quinn, head up, chin up, next game. I know you're gonna, you know, and then down some somewhere in um down in the season as as the schedule goes, I I believe he's gonna come through with a game winner or two. Me too. So we, we believe in you. Um Blazer Nation, we're totally behind you. We waiting for the next game for you gonna you know to bounce back. I know you will. Definitely agree. Well, guys, speaking of bounce back, UAB bounces back 35 to 21 over the Georgia Southern Eagles and improves to two and one on the season. UAB can now rest up for a week. You know, UAB is now entering a bye week. And then two weeks from now, we will go to Houston to take on the Rice Owls. Um, So, hey, we need to get some revenge on those Rice Owls after what happened last year. Right, Darren? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's that's one. Oh, that's one game we got to get them. I feel like they talked a little tough too. Like who are y'all talking? Like they said we were the bully. Then yeah. they said we were the bully. Talk. Yeah, like they. I think they said something about bullying the bullies. I'm like, hold on, y'all. All right, right. It's like, hey, come on now. Don't 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 do that. Don't do that. <laughs> but it's okay. yes. It's okay. Let's just wait out. Oh, I hope we curve something. But yeah, we'll 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 get to that. Like we we're enjoying this one, and then we'll get to it. Definitely. And guys, uh, we'll be back. We're actually we're going to do another episode during the bye week next week. Uh, so what uh, Darian and I are going to do is we're going to have kind of like a uh, a year so far, like how things are going. I mean, I know it's only been three games, but we'll do that. And also what we want to do a couple Q&A. Uh, we'll make it make this show par- partly a Q&A show. So um I guess, Darian, we should have talked about this before the show. How do we want to do this? Do we want them to just post their question on Twitter, like under this episode or on Facebook? Or do we want them to email it to us or hmm. all the above? I don't know. I think all <laughs> of the above. However, you guys, because I know we have some uh, people on Facebook. Yes. Um, I know we and- have people on Twitter. Just just send so- us to just comment or, or um, just message it. You know, it just we'll we'll see it. Y'all know yeah. us, right? And I see all my DMs, um, and Darian sees his DMs. So if you if you have a question for the Blazer Victory podcast, uh, either send it to us, tweet it out. Um, you know, uh, under the show when you see us see us post the show, just post your question underneath, and we'll try to answer. You know, a few of those if we get if we get a, if we get a lot of good responses. You know, we can answer a few of those if you guys would like. I guess right now we'll leave it to just football. We'll just uh, stick with football for now. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, we got basketball on the horizon in a couple months, so I know I can't wait to uh, see what Andy Kennedy does there. 
Uh, but yeah, we'll just stick to football questions for now since we are in football mode. Um, but Darren, did I forget anything or do we need to just wrap this one up? Yeah, we can go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, thank God. I, I'm a guy. I'm a, uh, I'm a guy that I, I'm, I'm always at home with my kids and my wife, but they were going to, they were going to enjoy ourselves a little bit tonight. We're going to, you know, we got, we got, we got the kids grandma here, their Nana. So we're going to um, have a little fun. So, and that's thanks to the Blazers. They were able to put us in a good mood. So yes. we may go out, go out on the town a little bit and have a fun. So thank we, I think we got it, man. Like again, good, good job to the coaching staff. Like I felt like they took the brunt of the criticism of Liberty, but now you got to give them credit when the credit is due. And yeah. they answered the call. So I would like to give the game ball to you guys. <laughs> I love it. It's all about that one and zero mentality. Just go one and zero every week. But guys, without further ado, you know we'll go ahead and uh, wrap this up, and we'll be back next week to for the bye week. But Darian, you want to go ahead and close us out? Blazer Nation, let's ride.